Bra. All right, ready? Hope we did that right. Richie, you good? I'm good. Good, Rich. Good, Rich. Dan, good. Dan, good. Good, Dan. Dan, 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 you good? Good. All right. Okay, Dan. Okay, roll. Ready? Ready to go? Did you just confuse Dan and I? Incredible. Welcome back to Last Man's Opinion. I'm your host, Tommy McGraw. With me tonight are the boys, Dan Mara, producer Roland Alley, and Rich Keiko, who is now running through his house. Don't do it. Roland is from, uh, where are you, Denver, you said, Roland? The weed capital of the world. All right. Uh, tonight's show, um, NFL Talk. Uh, trades, signings, free agency, everything in its mother uh, has hit today and yesterday and the whatever. Uh, we also got some NBA talk. Nick's in trouble? Question mark? Playoffs? Playoffs? Uh, we got some booze for you. Oh, Roland's got some booze for you. We got some TV talk. But first, we're going to start with the Rangers, they're up 4-2 okay. against the Capitals. <laughs> what a lead-in. <laughs> Hockey's not over yet? They've been a little up and down. Been a little up and down. You know, and unfortunately, I put the Rangers at the top of the list before free NFL free agency really broke out. So that was a mistake. <laughs> mistake on your part. But now I gotta go with it. I can't go against the. You uh, can't change it. Or, or God forbid. No, you can't change it. It's You've never done it before. You can't do it now. You can't do it now. He's not an animal. He's not an animal. Yeah. No. If people only saw the lists we had before the podcast. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, Rangers have been a little up and down. They got some chemistry issues. They got. Uh, Defensive players who've been out who are just getting up back. Um, seems like tonight they are up uh, against Capitals 4-2, like I said, playing well. Then they got back-to-back games against the Penguins. They had a overtime loss to them over the weekend. So uh, they're in a good, good spot, but they need to get a little better. They're third in the Metro. And... Um, um, they are... Where are they overall? In the East? Fifth in the East. Not bad. Not bad. Boston clinched the playoffs. <laughs> I was talking to my uh, brother-in-law over the weekend, and um, he was like, basically... It, it, was, it was something crazy. Like He's like, Boston could basically um, lose like the rest of the games that they have. Or something like that, and then if, like the he's a Devils fan, so like if the Devils went five hundred, they'd have like Boston would still have a better record than them, um, and and the Devils are in, are third in the East or something. It's something crazy like that. Um, they are just they're playing really well. Um, anyway, that's hockey talk. 
on to football. Well, so, doing a soundbite of men grunting, like yeah. in football. <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we got talked about Daniel Jones resigning. Um, so we don't have to talk about that this week. Uh, we got Richie, your Eagles. I mean, Bradbury resigned, but everybody else jumped ship, seems like. Yeah, as of right now, so, you know, you got 11 starters on each side of the field. It looks like they're going to lose. Oh, is that how many? That's how many for, for the <laughs> listeners out there. You got, uh, looks like they're going to lose bo- both their starting safeties. Yep. Um, they're t- two linebackers. Yep. Um, they lost their, one of their defensive tackles. Yep. So that's five. Um they lose a cornerback too. Uh, Slay is uh, looking for a trade, so we don't know oh, okay. how that's yep. going to shake loose. Yep. They lost. They lost their starting running back. Yep. Their defensive coordinator, Miles Sanders. They lost. Oh, he was a starter. I didn't realize he started for him. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't realize that, Dan? Yeah, come on, Dan. Uh, no, you know, no, I'm, thinking no, Boston, that's... I'm thinking of Boston Scott. I'm thinking of, I got, I have a Boston <laughs> Scott confused. They, they, they did re-sign Boston Scott for like two mil, so I'm happy about that. Yep. They got Rashad Penny, who uh, gets hurt every single year. Um, so I'm not sure you can really count on him, and they haven't released the cap number for that. Hopefully that's a good deal. Uh, oh, Fletcher Cox is probably gone as well. Cox. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so they're they're losing a, a ton of fucking players. I mean, what, they're what losing was, a ton of players, and they still have to pay Jalen Hurts, presumably. Why they don't have to they right now? No, to. no, but I mean, they've every indication was they were going to. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, a lot of the moves they're making now too are planning for that next year in yeah. case they wait till next year to resign them. So, who, so who what, long, who long, well, I mean, the, the big losses will be along the defensive line because they had a, uh, one of the best defensive lines of football last year and oh, along really? the offensive line because they, they have had one of the best offensive lines of football last year. Yeah, they, they got the, the entire offense really isn't changing except for running back. That's the only change. So I thought they lost an offensive lineman, no? Was it a backup then? He was the number six offensive lineman. Oh, okay. So he so was he bad. wasn't one of the starters. So not not a huge deal there. And yeah. and they they drafted a offensive lineman last year in the second round and he didn't start last year because he's behind Jason Kelsey. So okay. you know, Jason Kelsey's, Kelsey and the Kelsey's coming back. That yep. was a, that so was they, a big announcement. Yep. <laughs> so they still have depth there. Um so the defense is the issue obviously. You got a new D coordinator and you're going to have uh a whole new roster, pretty much, on the defensive yeah. side. So. so going from Super Bowl losers to <laughs> losers. Lose-lose. Seems like. See, seems like. Seems the, like. The, the only thing given the Eagles fans comfort are really is that they're an elite offense. And... Generally, throughout the season, they play with a lead a lot because the offense scores pretty early. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, fans generally think, uh, and I agree, you know, that players play better when they're winning the game. So uh-huh. uh, you hope some of these young players, you know, last year, remember, they also drafted a linebacker who didn't play last year in a defensive tackle in the first and third rounds. So you're yeah. hoping those, those two can step in and 
you know, be productive this year. So, I mean, it's, you, you see a lot of turnover, but it's not the end of the world. Like you would think just, just because, you know, as we talked last year, they were one of the best built rosters and that included their depth. Yeah. And then they lost in the Super Bowl. Man, that's tough. All right. Well, I hate you, Tommy. Move, moving up the turn, moving up the turnpike. Uh, Roland, uh, car, car engine driving, please. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Roland. Uh, moving up the turnpike, we got Giants. Uh, Giants made a splash today. Uh, traded um, for jumping in a pool sound, Roland. Darren, tight end, <laughs> tight end, uh, Darren Waller. Uh, for a third round draft pick, uh, Richie, I know you like him. Well, for, first of all, I want to say a thing. This isn't my. This isn't even my favorite move of the Giants. You know, last twenty four hours, I, I like the linebacker move better than I like this the linebacker move. too. I think the linebacker yeah. is pretty good signing Be- because you know I, I, I think the linebacker that. is more of a sure thing, whereas the tight end, he's one of the best tight ends in the league when healthy, and that's a big right. when healthy. So I, I right. and and I and I love the linebacker so. Yeah. I love that move even more, and I, I like their secondary move a lot, too. Just don't love it as much. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. The, the the Waller, I mean, it was basically for, like, what, like a late, late, late third-round pick. 100, yeah. Number 100. So, yeah. Number 100. I, it, it's, uh, and it sounds like he only has – he has no – no cap hit outside of next year. So, you know, it's, I think, certainly worth the – well, well, the dice. I mean, like Rich said, he's hurt. <laughs> I think he's missed something like about half his games the last two years, which is not ideal. Uh, obviously, I think, I think less than half. To be fair, I think it's fourteen out of fourteen out of the thirty, whatever. Thirty-four, right? Is that yeah? Yeah, thirty-four. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so a little less than half. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's still you know seven games a season. And average last two years, he's missing. He's turning thirty-one. But I mean, obviously, when he's healthy, he he is a He's a stud, uh, you know. Um, I like. I, I do like what they ended up giving up for him, which is not very much. Uh, and I think it makes sense also because Giants need need better receivers than they had last year. And while he's not a receiver, the receivers that were free agents are not very good. I mean, Jacoby Myers was the best one, and he stinks. Stinks. He's not like a number one. He's not like changing your. And he got what you know an obscene contract today. So like, I think it, I think it makes sense. Uh, I think it's worth the, the risk and maybe they draft another wide receiver high in the draft uh, this year. Uh, but like Rich said, I think the linebacker, that was the Giants were playing three linebackers yeah, Bob, that, that, that should not have been in the league last year. Is, it, is that how you say his last name? Okariki? I just don't know how to say his last name. To be honest. Uh, yeah. I just know he, he's very, very good. And he yeah. was very, very good on a very good Colts defense. If that's the way you say it, I love it. I like the move anyway. Uh, it sounds like it was between um, him and uh, whatchamacallit, uh, TJ Edwards or uh, Tremaine uh, Edmonds. So they got they got one of those linebackers. Good signing. They also signed uh, Shep back. Did you see that, Dan? Uh, I, I did see. see minimum, minimum, uh, minimum deal again. I think it's a good... I, I'm a, yeah. I'm a huge Shep fan. Whether or not he plays, I just think he's like a great locker room guy. He's like awesome. Uh, I, I feel like he's going to be somebody who, when he retires, is going to get like, you know, some type of remedial coaching job in the Giants organization. Like, I, I, I think he's a perfect guy to be around. And like, if he's willing to take the minimum salary 
Like, whatever you get out of him is great. He's just going to be, you know, going to work his ass off. He's going to be great for, for Jones, great for the team. I, I, I'm a huge Shep fan, so I'm, I'm happy that he's coming back. Yeah, I'm just surprised his career lasted this long. Yeah, yeah me too. Well, he thought it was over a couple years ago so, when he was getting all those concussions. He had like three concussions or two and a half in one year, and that's yeah. kind of borderline yeah. retirement. It's worrisome. Um, yeah. Now, unfortunately, it's his knees, but yeah. – <laughs> um, but I mean, you, you can know, get new I mean. knees. You can't get a new head. <laughs> That's true. That's true, Roland. I, I true. mean, I, you know, you don't know what you're going to get from him, but he's just, so, he, you know, I mean, it's it's a minimum contract type deal. Like it's it's I don't know. I I, I do think personality and stuff like that makes a big difference, and I think Shep's an awesome guy. So I think, uh, I super so, excited so. to have him back. Yeah, um, Roland, your uh, I know they're not your team, but they're your the your, Bears? Hometown, your hometown team. Uh, the Bears seem like they're all in this year. All in. Yeah, I don't particularly understand that, but yeah, I like I the really tenacity. Understand it. I don't really <laughs> understand all. it. Either. I don't. Th- this this reeks of like Jerry Reese, Dave Gediman last year's type of thing, where it's like we need to make a push and roll the dice and signing assign a bunch of free. Overpay for a bunch of free agents and see what happens. It just well, doesn't seem like a great long-term strategy. Oh, I don't think it is. I think maybe they get might be decent this year. Maybe if everything falls into place, but everything might not fall into place. And then in two years, I think that I don't know. I I, I don't really get what they're doing either. Well, well, you may, think, you know, go, go ahead, Ron, and then I'll tell you what I think. I was going to say you figure the Packers are in a free fall, and maybe you can duke it out with the Lions for a wild card spot or something like that. But I. I don't understand it. I don't think the Vikings lost many people, and they're, I think, an objectively better team. Well, I don't. I don't. Yeah, they're terrible. I don't think they're a great team, but I think they're better than the rest of the division. Um, <laughs> I had to beat Dan to that. Yeah, they're not great. All right, they're like nice. an eight to nine win team, but they got right. lucky last year. So got lucky. But we'll get that out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but still, I don't think the Bears are better than the Vikings. I'd say. And I mean, they also had the worst offensive line in the league last year. They didn't get. I mean, terrible. It was, it was kind of. Better, so. Yeah, it was. It was really their downfall, and it's hard to judge. Justin Fields is in a similar position where Daniel Jones was before they beefed up the O line a little bit, where you couldn't tell what his potential might be because he literally get, gets one to two seconds in the pocket before it collapses on him. So it's just really tough to see it. And then Nagy kind of screwed him over with some of the play calling a couple of years ago. So I, I think he's up. I would still rate Justin Fields as a high upside quarterback that hasn't been given a chance, but it's just hard to tell. So I don't know if they're planning on signing him long term and I don't think they signed him long term yet, um, and building around him, or I don't even know what the strategy is. They just threw money to throw throw money around this year. Yeah, I mean they got some. Uh, they traded the number one pick. They got a haul for that. Uh, they got DJ Moore. Uh, they already have Claypool. Um, so their receiver court looks pretty pretty good. Yeah, but they, they traded a- first round this year, first round next year, right? And then. Two more picks. <clears throat> they got. Uh, That's what they, they got. That. Yeah, they got. Yeah, they got four. 
four was it four oh. picks and then uh and then dj Moore, right and i think something else and then a right. soda machine or something um so yeah, yeah they got a, uh, they got a haul for that i i what's, think what, what's I rich's think, take here i think that um you know if we f- rewind back a year and think of us talking about the eagles a lot of people were not sold on Jalen Hurts. So I think the Bears might be trying to replicate that just to find out what they have in the fields. They're trying to give him some weapons. And, you know, I agree with Roland. I do think he has a lot of upside. And I think they're trying to unlock some of that and see you know, it, it, what they can get out of him this year because, you know, you got to decide if you're going to commit to this guy. Um, yeah. So, so you, see, like- you have to give him weapons to find out, like to be, give him a fair shot. Yeah, and, and it sounds like they're going to go hard in the draft on offensive line, um, which is always, you know, a little risky with rookie offensive linemen and stuff like that. You know, you hope that that works. Yeah, and I mean, you like I said, you saw some of Nagy really suppressed him with the play calling, didn't let him show anything. And yeah. then the O-line last year was just abominable. And it was just, like, depressing because you saw that that there were some sparks in there, but they can never really get it together. So, yeah, I think it would be, um, it'll be interesting to see them, but if if you had me, like, place a bet on them, I would literally have no idea where to put them. Oh, no. Yeah. They, they won three games last year, I believe, so. Yeah. I think some of those were, I think some of those were hard luck losses, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I will say their, uh, their differential was negative 137 so that's uh, that, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that is um, worse than no second second worst in the league. Actually, I actually uh, owe Rich a beer for that. Do we? Why? Yeah, I, I I bet you that the Bears would have a better record than the Giants. Oh my God, I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> hey, I I always pay out my bets. That's a bad one. A Varielli always pays his debts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh wow yeah negative 137 so that's ridiculously bad i mean yeah, that I'm, is really bad only the colts had worse and they were at negative 138 they're so weird too because i'm looking at their um like last season's scores and stuff like that and it's just like really doesn't make sense like they would lose to the patriots 33 14 they lose to the Cowboys, 49-29. Lose to the Dolphins, 35-32. Like, cl- a close game against the Dolphins. Then they have, like, a one-point loss to the Lions. Then they lose to the Falcons. Blown out by the Jets. Commanders, they lost by... They only scored a touchdown. I mean, teams that they should have lost to by a lot, they, they were close. And then teams that they should have beat, you know, they just... I don't know. It's weird. Should have uh, beat? Is there really anyone that they should have beat? No, no, I guess not. They're three and whatever they were. Washington. Yeah, Washington. Um, I mean, ran, I have a random football question just because you mentioned them in passing. Go um, ahead. I was looking at now that I could legally bet in gamble online in Massachusetts via the app, which obviously I'm doing every night now because <laughs> why the fuck not? It's like play yeah. money. <laughs> so i was looking so i was was looking at um worst thing uh, for dan to get 
<laughs> I was looking at the the Super Bowl futures, right? Uh, who would who who would win the next year's Super Bowl? Oh So yep. the, and I'm just looking at the top ten odds, right? Right. So obviously, you could probably guess the top five, right? Kansas City, Kansas City, Eagles, Eagles, Bills, Bills. Bills. Yeah, yeah, Bills. Bengals, yeah, Bengals. Who's the other one? I guess I'm a little surprised at this high because they lost their, their starting quarterback. San, or San Francisco? San Francisco, yeah. Yeah. So right. the 49ers are the top five. Right. So then the next five, I can most of them I could be like, okay, I could see that. Um, except for one team. All right, so one is the Cowboys. They're six. Okay, I can kind of see how you can make the case. I mean, they're not going to win it, but they're going to get a lot of money and they're the Cowboys, right? Yep. Seven is the Jets, which obviously they're fully banking on like that's based on Aaron Rodgers. Okay, fine. And, and in an elite defense. And an elite defense. The team is very good outside the quarterback. So if you get Aaron Rodgers, I could totally see that bet, right? So Honestly, that's basically if Rodgers gets all his demands, I'd probably put them in a top six. Oh yeah. I I think like I think if, if you bet the Jets the Jets are plus sixteen hundred right now, I think that's a good deal if you know and then they get Aaron Rodgers. I think that's going to jump up a lot higher. So I, I totally agree with you. I actually think that's a good bet <laughs> if they end up getting Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, if they if you bet it and they don't, they end up getting you know I don't know who the fuck they're going to get then. Uh, then it's then play money, Dan. Just bet it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So then there's them. Then 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 that you have a bunch of teams tied, and so this is this is one of the teams that. So so it's Miami and the Chargers. Okay, maybe I don't really see it, but fine. Now the team that I, I, I honestly have no idea how they're top ten. They're the tenth. The Detroit Lions. Yeah, they shouldn't be top ten. How are they? How are they? Are, am I missing something? Oh, do they do something? What makes them such a highly? They're, I would they put the Raiders above them. The, put the Giants above them. Yeah, Giants are below them by a lot. How, how is that? I don't understand. I don't know. That's what, so. That's what I. That was the one that jumped out at me. I was like, wait, why is Detroit so high? It's got to be uh, as the Ravens. It's got to be better schedule. off. Is that? Uh, a, I mean, they know they go. They know the schedule yet. They or, do, or but for the conference uh, schedule, uh, strength I mean, of schedule better, that they play against. So they have. So I'll tell you who they have better. So the Detroit Lions have better odds than the Giants, Packers, Saints. Same odds as the Ravens. They must have better odds than the Vikings. I don't even see the Vikings here. The fuck are the Vikings? Viking. Vikings are the same as the Giants on uh, Fanduel. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, here they're lower. So they have the Detroit Lions basically would win the division by quite a lot. Detroit's plus 2,500. Green Bay is plus 3,500. Minnesota plus 4,500. Did I miss something? What did the Lions do in the offseason that you're like, oh shit, they're one of the top 10 teams that are going to make the Super Bowl? Did I, that's, what, that's what I was trying to rack my brain. I was like, did I miss something? Why would they have the same odds as the Ravens and better odds than the Packers, the Vikings, the Saints? The, like, I don't know. I just go down the list here and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense at all. I'm not missing anything, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Okay. That's all okay. I wanted to ask. No, that's like was... when all the sports writers said the Mets weren't going to make the playoffs last year or something. Or they were going to have a worse record. Like, like sometimes, like I get a lot of stuff, but like sometimes... They were projected like, to win like 88 games or something last year. And like, I, and like I don't have... I'm never surprised, like... Okay, so the Cowboys are probably always going to be a top 10 team to make the Super Bowl just because it's Dallas and people are going to put a lot of money on them regardless if they're decent. Like, okay, like who the fuck's putting money on Detroit? Detroit's never made a Super Bowl. 
It's not like they're like, oh, well, the Lions have such a rabid fan base, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, not to divert. My last football point, Tommy. Uh-huh. I'm going to ask Roland a question about his other... Uh, um, why am I the only uh, motherfucker that needs to keep track of 16 teams? <laughs> other, other favorite team. Um, what's going on with Green Bay, Roland? I thought this uh, Aaron Rodgers deal Press, would be done. Press conference tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Pat Mack. I don't show. know. I, well, it's not a press conference. I thought he was just going on it. It's, talk to it's, him. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers on Pat Mack. Show. Yeah. 1 o'clock tomorrow. What, what, are, what are they saying over in uh, good old in-law state, Roland? I think a lot of the Packer fans are done with Aaron Rodgers. To be yeah, honest. they've they've been done with him for a while. I mean, they love him during the season, but in the off season, they don't. I like think him. it was last off season when he was kind of hemming and hawing and wouldn't really come back and didn't sh- didn't see the appreciation or whatever he said. In they they don't care for that very much in Green Bay. And Jordan loved the one start he had. He looked pretty good. So in all honesty, I would just kind of. Toss them and rebuild if you can. Yep. Well, I no, I'm not. I'm not in New York, but I've heard or seen on Twitter or whatever that Jet fans are now also starting to get annoyed with him because he's not committing to come to the Jets either. And the Jets are basically like letting all these quarterbacks go to other teams because they're basically banking on Aaron Rodgers to come. Yep. So Rodgers, like right now, the Jets don't have a quarterback on their roster. They yeah. have zero quarterbacks on their roster. I, there's got to be like a I'm coming. Let's just not announce it yet type scenario. I don't know. I mean, they have to make a trade. I mean, the Je- what were the Jets going to do? I mean, they could have gone after Jimmy Garoppolo. They could go after Lamar. They could go Lamar. after Lamar. They could still well, they, go after they Lamar, still technically. Go, they still can. Yeah, if, Aaron, if A.A. Rod falls through, they're going after Lamar. They could, go, they could still go after Lamar. Um, but um, what, a, what a smack in the face for Lamar. I mean... What do you think? He's he's going to be like, oh, you lost out to Aaron Rodgers and you didn't want to call me beforehand? You don't want somebody younger, more talented, and, and better looking than uh, maybe, what? Maybe the I think maybe he's the actually team. a better fit for that offense, to be honest. Who, Lamar? Yeah. Oh, I think Lamar would. I, <clears throat> if I'm the Jets, I would 100% go after Lamar over Aaron Rodgers. I think you have more years left. Like I said, he's a better fit. And I think he'd be super stoked to play in New York and get out of Baltimore, which apparently he's done with. Because I thought in some of the games I watched for the Jets, there were a lot of RPOs and things like that, and Lamar would just really open up the passing game there. Yeah. Plus, they have a ton of weapons on offense. Their defense is loaded. Like, it's a playoff. They're a playoff hungry team. Don't sleep on the Jets. I wanted to sleep on the. I wanted to pick them. I sat on them for a lot of picks this year. That, and maybe that's why I won the overall picks. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Not in the playoffs, though. Once they, once they didn't make the playoffs. I won the playoffs, too. Did you win the playoffs, too? Eh, I didn't yeah. Know. Playoffs. Don't worry. <laughs> Roland has that on the spreadsheet. Playoffs. Uh, but, yeah, if I'm the Jets, I would totally go after. Plus, like, I don't know. Like, Roger's obviously great, but he's, what, 37, 38 years old. So he has maybe two years left tops. Uh, plus, like, he's going to come in. And, like, every year in Green Bay, every offseason, there's, it, like, a ton of drama around Aaron Rodgers, and he's, like, bitching and moaning about something, or he says something stupid. I don't know. I like Lamar's. This contract situation is the only time there's been any real tension between him and Baltimore. And I don't blame him. Like, they should have fucking paid him years ago. 
Yeah. Although I did hear one last thing. Does Lamar not have an agent? I did hear that. I didn't realize that. Did you know that? Um, that he does his he, own his own contract. He might be representing himself lately. Should I get yeah. my wife's company on that? Yeah, yeah. We need to see if, see if they recruit. They can recruit him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he wants to leave Baltimore either. I think he just wants to get paid. That that's that's the only sticking point. I don't think he really wants to leave. I think he just. Yeah, but they're wants not to paying him, which I don't understand. He I definitely think, does not have an agent. Yeah, I, he's he's <laughs> he's asking for a crazy amount of money, and Baltimore is just like go test the market and come back to us if anyone you know. Is it a crazy amount of money? money? That's what they're saying. Full- that's what that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. He I mean, wants a fully I mean, gar- He wants a fully guaranteed contract too. Yeah, th- but three years. So from what I heard, it's basically three years, one sixty with incentives, which is like forty a year. Oh, that's it. I thought it was more than that. Well, I don't know. That's Before, what Lamar I said. I thought it yeah. was more years. I thought it was more. No, years. Lamar said it only. Th- supposedly, Lamar has said he just wants a three-year deal, but he wants it fully guaranteed. He just wants DJ money. <laughs> he doesn't want DJ money. So, like, I don't get, I don't get why Baltimore is like, yeah, sh- yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's, the whole situation is bizarre to me. But I feel like he's out there to be had. Had him, had him, Jets, had him. Yep. Woody could have had him, but he's blowing it. All right. Moving on. Over to the hardwood. Cue it up, Roland. <laughs> <laughs> Screech, 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 swish. Uh, Dan? Uh, Tommy? (laughs) Are you worried? Are you worried? About the Knicks? Are you worried, Daniel? Uh, I mean, the only thing I'm worried about is is how, is this Jalen Brunson foot issue. Right. He's been out for two weeks now. Um, Yeah. I don't know. They just keep calling it a sore foot, but like... You know, and he hurt his he hurt his right like initially when you miss time, you're like, oh, he, it must he sprained his ankle like one game in the past couple weeks, and you thought that's what it was, but then it was his other foot, and it's like, oh, that's fucking weird. Um, but yeah, he's been out for two weeks. He's or he he will be out for two weeks because he's not playing any games this week, uh, and he didn't play any games last week. Um, so um, so it's gonna be over two weeks. Uh, <sighs> I mean, you know. It, if he's not healthy, then obviously um, the Knicks aren't doing anything in the playoffs. Like he is obviously 100% that key. I mean, I'm a little concerned with the vagueness about the injury. Uh, it's just a sore left foot. Who knows? I don't know. The, the, the two big things that I thought of when, when I, I heard of it, and, and maybe it's, it is just like, maybe it just has like a really bad bone bruise or something like that. But like when I think of sore foot, I'm thinking like, okay, is it like a plantar fasciitis type of thing? Or is it like, I don't know, like a stress fracture? Like, I don't know, those to me are two kind of sore footy things. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's been out for a couple of weeks, so that's the only thing. Um, but I think, I mean, they seem hopeful that he'll be back within another couple of games. But I mean, yeah. and they keep calling him day to day, but then each day he's obviously out. <laughs> each game he's obviously out, so I don't really know. Uh, but I think you want, you, you want my Villanova insider information? <laughs> Boy. Go ahead. What's your what's your Nova inside info? No, Nova alum insider info says just a bad bruise. Certainly not ideal. They're just being ultra conservative to prep for the playoffs. 
I'd be okay with that. I mean, I I, I think I think I'd, it would have been great for the Knicks to get the five seed without Brunson. It's you know they're probably about a five hundred team without him, so it'll probably be tough to hang close enough. The schedule's a little tricky to get the five. I I think it'd be really they'd have to really kind of crater to get this to fall to seven. So outside shot to get to five, I would say they're probably locked in at the six. Would be my guess. Um, which I think is okay. I'd be okay with that, especially especially with the the Sixers moving on up. Rich, get that two seed. Give me the Celtics in that first round. Yeah, I'll knock yeah. them out. That could line up. That could line up. That actually wouldn't be. I, you know, everybody talks about matchups for the Knicks for the first round. They're like, oh, you know, when you, when you listen to like sports guys or whatever, they're like, you know, really depends on who the Knicks play in the first round. Like, are they gonna drop to seven and get in the playing game and have to play like? you know, Philly or whatever, like in that 7-2 matchup or, you know, whatever, right? Um, but I think the two teams the Knicks could probably take out in the first round, I'm not, I'm not making them favorites, but I think they could take out in the first round, would be Cleveland and Boston. I think they match up really good against both the, those teams, and I think they've won the series, season series against both of them. So I'd be, uh, I'd be okay if they're, if they're letting Brunson rest. I, I think they're four games up from the Heat in the seventh spot with like, I don't know, Rich, how many games are left? 12? Yeah. Oh. I mean, they, I mean for, for the Knicks to fall to seven, they'd have to... Miami would have to start playing much better than they are. And the Knicks would have to really go on a, quite a losing streak here. Right? I mean, what... what yeah. So, so I think worst case, you're probably looking at the sixth seed. Uh, they have a big game tonight against the Trailblazers. It was a very winnable game. Um, last game of their West Coast trip, so... Yeah, if they get six, if Brunson becomes healthy, uh, we'll be okay. We'll be okay, Tommy. Hmm. Okay, but, uh, Op- optimistic, Dan. I th- I, listen, it, it all depends on on Brunson, right? If he's healthy, uh, I, I think the Knicks can make some noise. If he, if he's not, I mean, there were a couple games I think you know against the Clippers, uh, against the Kings, two losses where I think like you have Brunson, they probably win those games. Like they were close down the stretch. Then the Knicks just couldn't get anything done. He he's perfect in you know it was kind of like that playoff atmosphere where the game slows down. They have to you know and yeah and they they reverted to like last year or two where it was basically like Randall Ball because he was the only one that could do anything and you know yeah you know it doesn't work. So having two guys to to run that type of offense or whatever, uh, it's good. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Big game tonight. If they win tonight, I'll feel pretty good. I think I think if they went tonight, they might actually extend it to five games. Uh, so they'd have to, you know, I think I think at that point they don't have to win like three or four more games the rest of the season to get the six seed. So uh, let's do it. Start tonight. Start tonight. All right. Uh, but, go ahead. I know I was going to ask Rich the Sixers moving on up to that two seed. I think that would be huge for Philly to get that two seed. Huge. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're playing well with, um, you know, it's the victory tour for Paul Reed. He's kind of changed the bench. Yeah, finally Sixers fans are happy because he just provides some life and athleticism. If you think of every center the Sixers have had behind him and beat in his air, it's like slow, like vets. Yep, Dwight Howard. Yeah, Dwight Howard, uh, Oban. (laughs) Yo, Boban, bro. <laughs> Who can be a Boban? 
they, who they have, like Greg Monroe or some shit. Oh, like, yeah, Monroe. Yeah, oh, like God. all the, all slow. these very slow, slow veterans. Like, guys have been in the league for like years and years. Yeah, and it's it's they, just they, so slower than than Embiid. What's that? And then Embiid. They're yeah, all, yeah, they're all slower than Embiid too. So so like you know maybe maybe those other guys might be better than B-Ball Paul, but when when he comes out with that energy on the bench. To me, to me, it just changes the game with that energy. That's a huge back. difference. Totally. So, like, you know, he still doesn't know where he should be on every single play. You know, he makes those mental mistakes that those vets don't make. But he also, you know, can block more shots than the other guys. He'll, he'll dive for loose balls. You know, he'll do those hungry young player types of plays that you're not going to get from the vets. So, you know, I think it just energizes the team and it gives them, uh, you know, some life, much needed yeah. life. Yeah, I, I, listen, the, having having big energy guys off the bench, I think, is huge. Yeah, it, and and we talk about it a lot. It's, it's one of the most underrated things in building a roster. You got to have those those energy guys off the bench. Yeah, because you know, especially throughout a season, you you need those guys. You know, it's a long season for these players. Uh, you know, it's especially for the teams that know we're making the playoffs, and it's just about the playoffs. Yep. Oh, Hard to get up for every single game. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, then, and the Knicks have three of those guys: Hart. Well, now they have Hart. And, and again, Hart's not, not an All Star. Quickly's not an All Star. But those, no. oh, those the way the way those guys play, it it brings excitement to the team. And when you have that excitement coming off the bench, it gives the starters excitement. Oh, it does. Or or like you know they and I, I don't know if this happened with B-Ball Paul yet, but like you know. I mean, there, there are games where the starters just don't have it, and it's the bench unit that, for whatever reason, just has a click in that game, and they keep them in a game, or they go on a run. They help win. That. Yeah, I, yeah, that's. Uh, uh, well, I'm, ha- I'm happy for uh, B-ball Paul. And that, then it's not. It, it's a combination of him with the new guy McDaniel's who they traded Matisse for. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I think Matisse is probably, I mean, arguably the better NBA player just because his defense is elite. But yeah. McDaniel's has more athleticism. You know, he he's kind of like B-Ball Paul. He can jump for the rebounds, dive for the loose balls. Matisse is a great defender, but he doesn't have that athleticism. So you put yeah. those two together, and all of a sudden you have a really exciting bench, and just the team feeds off of it. Yeah. Well, you need, in my opinion, the Sixers uh, are not a very athletic team, or were not a very athletic team. I mean, Harden's not no. an athlete anymore. Embiid's not what you would call like an athlete in that regard. PJ Tucker is not an athlete. Yep. Toby isn't an athlete. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like those are four of their five main guys. Like, they're good basketball players, they're great basketball players, but they're not athletes. And like now are, they, now. are they mathletes, yeah. though? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then, maybe. Now, now you got two guys consistently getting minutes that are athletes. Oh, yeah. And, and guys that I would imagine, like, they're going to be got days where either Toby sucks or. PJ Tucker is just either in foul trouble or like, you know, he's 39 years old trying to play 40 minutes a night in the playoffs. Like not going to be able to do it. Yep. Like, then you have, you have some, I, I think you have, you have a different, because that's the other, uh, we'll see if doc does it. And I, I have a question if Tibbs does it, but like, although I, I, I give Tibbs credit, he's been doing it. He against the Lakers the other night, Mitch has been having one of the best seasons of Mitch's career, but Anthony Davis was torching him all game, 
He put in Hartenstein. Hartenstein shut down Anthony Davis. And he let Hartenstein play the entire fourth quarter. And next ended up winning the game. Like, those are the type of things where I think old Tibbs. But, like, you have to do that in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see. Like, there's going to be games where, like, P.J. Tucker, it's not a good matchup for him because he maybe maybe doesn't have a guy he could defend and, and he can't hit a three and he's just useless out there. So, like, that's the stuff where I'll be curious if Doc actually yeah. Yeah, makes we'll, changes. We'll see how that plays out. But it, uh, this Sixers roster has the most versatility they've ever had well, in my life. Like, like, a good coach could mix around yeah. so many pieces – and make any matchup work if he knew how to do it right. Yeah, and and that's where and that's where I'm a little bit more encouraged with Tibbs. Just like same thing. Like I feel like okay, the Knicks have you know Grimes is a good defensive player. Like if he's hitting his three, like he he's you know game like he kills Trey Young. Grimes does, and so like you, you see him playing more than like quickly or, or Hart in those games. You know, so like I feel like Tibbs is playing those and like same thing. Like they have more versatility and like i do feel like that's what philly has now a lot more of so it'll be interesting to see because you know doc is a creature of habit he does not like to go to changes but like i do feel like he has you know he has um what's his name the uh you know your three point your three-point shooter over there uh who actually i re- really like what the fuck's his name work who is it oh, Fortman, yeah 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 no i mean he's he's, he's great. a great bench Shooter, like he's a uh, Fournier light, like for fraction of the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, oh, and Niang. Niang was the other one I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Niang. He's he's loved. He's Niang. great too. He's fan favorite. Can't play defense. <laughs> but like, I feel like you know, like he's like there. Yeah. But like, there are matchups where like yeah, and there are matchups where like they might make more sense than a PJ Tucker. Like Niang for Tucker or Niang for Toby or whatever, you know, might make more sense in a particular series or or something like that. And it'll be interesting if Doc actually, you know, he won't. Don't worry, he won't. <laughs> no, you're right. He won't. He won't. He won't. But yeah, uh, I'm getting excited though. What one month left? How how much time until the playoffs start? Three weeks? Four weeks? Yeah, Two weeks. You ready, Tommy? You feel the excitement? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I feel the ready. Excitement. I'm we ready. We got some breaking news for the Detroit Lions signed uh, David Montgomery. Whoa. Three years, 18 million. Love David Montgomery. Going to be sorely missed. Workhorse. Workhorse. Maybe, maybe that's uh, why. Maybe that's 11, why they, they have such good odds. The missing link. 11 million guaranteed. David Montgomery. Yeah, David <laughs> Montgomery. Yeah. Um, all right, Roland, what did you uh, find in uh, Denver? Did you find uh, a beer, a drink? Uh, found weed? a beer. It, it's hard. I could throw this beer can and hit five dispensaries. But they're, drink. Yeah, I should have, and then lose my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear that, He's yeah. <laughs> not, not on the reefer. <laughs> Not yet. There are so few liquor. St- I've never seen so few liquor stores before. When when you get back from Denver, are they are they like uh, Roland? We're gonna have to drug test you. I wouldn't be surprised if I get randomly drug tested in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> randomly. Yeah. So, uh, what kind of beer did you get? What'd you get? This is a sour IPA. 
Okay. Which I think I've had one of these before. Not this brewery, but uh, it's kind of well balanced, so it's not super sour. It's also not super hoppy from the IPA. It's kind of a little in between. It's got a lot of citrus Ooh. notes, stuff like that, and not like you know off the deep end. The only part that's kind of a bummer is it's low ABV. It's only five point one percent. Whoa! But uh, I had to get a local brew, so this was this was sure. my choice. That's the best you could get. Epic Brewing Company, Denver, Colorado. All right, all right, all right. You know, it's funny. Get- you 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 would think Denver would be uh, ripe for like a whole bunch of like craft breweries. Yeah, I would. The th- the thing is, I think that the lack of liquor stores got to me because the selection was kind of limited at this place that I found. So they may have some, and maybe if you go to the brewery, you can get growlers and stuff like that. But um, I'm not in like downtown Denver, so maybe that is that's probably that might that might be the key. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Richie, you drinking? Uh, yeah, I got uh, my favorite brewery, uh, Southern Tier. All right. Friend of the pod. Big friend of the pod. Yep, I'm trying their vodka soda out. Oh. Uh, love a good vodka soda. It's, uh, it's pretty good. It's a little dangerous. It's a little too easy to drink, I got to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. So this is the first, uh, first time I'm having one. So uh, they're, they're really good. I've had a couple before. Uh, not from Southern Tier, but just in general. What's the uh, Eight. Okay. Okay. So okay. not not very high, but a, a strong, strong eight. Yeah, right. but you could drink that thing in like two seconds, though. Yeah, this uh, is an easy drink. This is Love just, it. like it, like if I brought him to Tommy's house, Tommy would down like six pack in minutes. Oh yes. yeah. Oh, they're delicious. Yeah. yeah I, I, yeah, I was over at somebody's house and they had them. That was the first time I had it. I was like, oh shit, these are really good. Is there like sugar added to it or something? Because like if you get a vodka soda at a bar. There might be sugar in it. It's basically just like vodka. Yeah. Like you can taste the alcohol in that. <laughs> so I'm wondering how it's so easy to drink. So on the can, and I don't even know how to say this this first word. Um, um, well, some crazy chemical. Aspartame? It's, 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 uh, <laughs> It says it's uh, vodka with soda water, natural blank lime. Okay. What, what word would you put in that blank? Roland is this is for Roland. K K A F F I R. What is that? Kefir. It's yeah, a type of lime. Yeah. Never heard of it. Blood orange. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's flavor. It's flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one I had was a flavor. The right. one I had was like that black makes, cherry vodka. That makes soda. a lot of sense to me, then. Yeah. But, yeah. But, and then, then it has rosemary flavor and pomelo. But to be honest, there's not a ton of flavor to it after all is said and done. It's just deliciousness. As yeah. long as it's not straight up vodka taste. No, it's and not. It's, no. It's not. I don't, I'm I don't not, even know if you're not a vodka fan, really. You. Right? Do you taste the vodka? No. No, you don't. Yeah. It, best part. I feel, I, I forget the I forget the brand I had, but yeah, it was like vodka soda, black cherry, or something like that. I I was drinking like two or three of them. And I was like, holy shit! Yeah, what you drink? Definitely no this again. idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what just happened. Did it burn going down? I have no idea, bro. <laughs> All necessarily, but <laughs> all right, very good, very good. 
All right, that's your uh, beer and drink review for this week. Uh, we got uh, we got a minute. We'll talk about so TV talk. TV talk. So who started this, Richie? Richie, I think you started the uh, uh, Netflix documentary. Dan, Dan did. Dan. Oh, Dan. Dan started us up uh, on that. Yeah, the the Malaysia flight. Yeah, yeah Malaysia, Malaysia flight. Uh, unsolved docu series. I I think Roland had the best description of uh, it's like an unsolved mystery more than it is a, do- a documentary. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um. So Roland. What did you think? Uh, it was fun to watch. I would have had a lot more fun if I was watching it at night drinking, I think. <laughs> because they're like a couple sane characters and then a couple just like off the rails conspiracy theorists. Oh, uh, totally. Yeah. So yeah. like it's fun to hear like where normal may be or like you guess like what could be reasonable. Because yeah. some of the people like and even the sane people are like that person is batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they started out right off the bat normal, and you were like, all right, this is going to be informative, and, and then it just... Yeah, but they paint a picture, and the way they start yeah. uh, weaving the story, you can tell yeah. it's going to be a conspiracy very quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just know what you're getting into is really the moral of the story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a documentary. It is no, not a documentary. An unsolved <laughs> mystery. I'm slightly offended that it's... Like marked as a documentary, there yeah. is like ten percent fact in there. Yeah, yeah. and five yeah. percent of that is that the plane went down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not. Yeah, it 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 really isn't a documentary. It's, it's basically like they went over a whole bunch of uh, the main conspiracy theories and the. It's it's fun. I just wouldn't yeah. label it like a documentary. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. I know. It, yeah, I, I enjoyed the conspir- reading about the or having them go through the conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, that was enjoyable. It was, it was. I do think number three is the most realistic, though. After they went through it, all. that's where I landed. Yeah. Pun intended. Uh, what are you? Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Too soon. What are you guys? Uh, what's on the hot hot menu for uh, next? You got anything? I'm making my way through Last of Us. Where are you at? Um, uh, they just left Kansas City. I mean, what episode? Sorry. Well, that's the episode they just left Kansas City. Do you remember that one? I don't, I don't know. Uh, where like, they had the deaf too? kid. They had the deaf kid. Based on Dan, I'd say episode three. Uh, no, like five, maybe. I think it is. Ooh, damn! Uh, you really oh, hate right, Squid right, Games. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 You move pretty quick. There's yeah. one, only eight episodes, I think. So you're almost. Oh, that, oh there's only eight episodes? I, I just assumed there were yeah. ten. I think eight. Nope. Uh, that's too bad. That's uh, very good. Yeah. Uh, hey, my so favorite. Roland going to be the last one done for once? I don't know. I uh, I took off from work today, so I basically did five episodes. Could have watched Squid Games and Last of Us. I could have. I just I chose Last of Us, though. You enjoying it? I am. I think it's really good. I didn't really. I, I, I get why everybody was so hype on it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. my favorite. I, I love the uh, Ron Swanson episode. I thought that was great. What? Ron, oh. you know, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nick Offerman. Uh, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah Nick, Nick Offerman. Yeah. 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 Well, that you, was uh, Roland. You need to catch up so we can. Uh, oh, just... where's Roland? How far along are you? 
uh, episode zero. zero. Oh, you haven't started. He hasn't yet? even started. No, I finished all the ones I promised before. Uh, okay. All right, good. So okay. next next week we'll talk about Last of Us. Yeah, it's I'll probably watch really, it this weekend. It's really good. I'm I'm surprised how how good it is. I'm, I'm yeah. really turned off by the uh, last episode, and I think I'm the only person in the world that that is because I I've been. Learning. I know why. I, I I think I know why you're turned off by it, but I can't believe how turned off you are. And we'll talk about it next time. There must was be some a- woke person in it. There's <laughs> some woke <laughs> agenda. And that's why a- Rich doesn't like it. Or is it a misdirection that you don't approve approve of? Uh, wow. No, it's, it, it's just uh, well, you know what? And this, this we can get into this this week, but uh, it doesn't give anything away. But how do you feel when it comes to books, gay porn? video games made into shows like are you the type of person that likes it to stick to it 100 percent, or 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 like for me like uh, I don't, no i don't have a problem you could i'm, I'm a person like it's a totally different medium like yeah y- you have, totally you have different tools at your disposal you have different audiences like make it your own like you don't yep. have to stick yeah. to the source yeah. material yeah I don't yeah. Have, yeah i'm good with them veering where however they want to go Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with that too. I think uh, they made a point to stick as closely as because I mean the game is, from what I hear, very very good. I think, and uh, the storyline is good. Um, so yeah. I and, guess and I just, think the last episode again they stuck. I think it was when I loosely read they stuck to the video game, and I think in this situation you didn't need to. You could have gone in a little bit of a different direction and kept everything else intact for the most part, but you could have made a couple of different choices and uh, I'm just bothered by it. Yeah. I also felt like this show uh, hasn't come across as a, as a video game source material or, or storyline until probably the last episode. Oh, oh what was that? I mean, disgusted. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I can't stand when people do that, though, when they're like, oh, it diverted from the source material. Oh, it's something totally different. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, I have no like problem. super nerd canon stuff. Yeah, yeah, I have no problem. Divert all you want. If I want to read the book and find, see a different story, then I'll do that. I think in my mind, as long as it's consistent, like if the characters are consistent, you know, if they don't behave in some super weird way and it doesn't end in some way that, like, isn't right. reasonable... I think, I think yeah, there's yeah. like a degree of reasonableness that like yeah, yeah. you can apply to it, yeah. and like yeah, yeah. it's somewhere in there. And so, like Game of Thrones and stuff isn't even written yet. So, like, yeah, you can't yeah. even. There's no way to even know yeah. what the canon is. You know, right, right? Like if Game of Thrones was fully written and Daenerys ended up being the ruler, and then they changed that on their own, all right, that that's a problem. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, yeah. now, um. Have any of you played the video game? No. I know Boz I, did. Yeah, Boz has. Oh, Boz uh, has. I, I, I'm just curious, like, all the characters, like, is this, in the video game, this is, like, his mission? Like, is he going to all these places and meeting all of these people? It, it's, it seems like so. that, oh, right. yeah, that's that's the way it's come across. On, yeah, yeah, uh, it, a lot, it is. A lot of... No, I mean the, the interviews and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I, I think it's, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty close. Oh, interesting. And then I hear season two is not going to follow along as closely to the to the second video game. Did you hear that? Haven't haven't read about season two. 
that are they they said they're gonna or no maybe that i'm sorry maybe that i have to read again maybe they're breaking season breaking the video game into two seasons maybe that's what they're doing oh maybe yeah i think i saw something like that yeah yeah i don't know how i feel about that so your your guys goal roland and dan finish this up by next week if you can so i can there's only eight episodes i can i can be the only one griping about the final episode yeah yeah Yep. Great, great, great show overall. Even though I'm, I'm turned off by the last episode. Yeah, check it out. The last it's, of us. Yeah, HBO. it's very good. It's very good. Yep. All right. For uh, Rich Cakel, Sour Rich Cakel, Dan Mara, producer Roland Barrielli, and myself, Tommy McGraw. Thank you for listening to Last Man's Opinion, and we'll catch you again next week. Bye bye. Boom. All right. All right. Yep. Sorry, we got in your way. <laughs> I hate I hate these West Coast games. West Coast games.